Welcome to the Marketing Mantra Podcast, brought to you by 99signals.com, a place to find top-notch content on a wide range of marketing topics, including SEO, social media marketing, content marketing, blogging, and more. Take your blog to the next level and achieve massive traffic growth by learning top blogging strategies discussed in the Marketing Mantra Podcast. And now, here is your host, Sandeep Malia. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 49 of the Marketing Mantra Podcast. Uh, This is your host Sandeep Malia from 99signals.com. On this episode, I'll be joined by Alexandra Takalova, who is one of the most dynamic and accomplished digital marketing thought leaders. If you follow any of the top marketing blogs or publications, I'm sure you would have stumbled upon one of her articles. She's a frequent contributor at Moz, Search Engine Journal, Social Media Examiner, among many others. Alexandra has worked in digital marketing for over six years. She's a digital marketing consultant who focuses on link building, content marketing, and social media marketing. After having worked at SEM Rush as the director of marketing, where she was responsible for advancing SEM Rush's brand presence in European markets, she founded her own digital marketing event company called Digital Olympus. Alexandra is also a frequent speaker at all the major search industry events, including Brighton SEO, Ungagged, SEO Zone, SMX, SEM Days, and many more. In this episode, Alexandra will be talking about her favorite link building strategy, that is relationship-based link building. She'll explain how relationship-based link building works and why it's the most effective strategy you can use to improve the search rankings of your website. So if you're looking to build high-quality backlinks for your website, this is a must-listen episode for you. The interview with Alexandra Takalova is coming up next. Stay tuned. Hey, Alexandra, welcome to the Marketing Mantra podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thanks for having me, and uh, I'm super excited to be here today, Sandeep. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm super excited as well. Uh, link building is one of my favorite SEO topics, and I'm really looking forward to discussing this topic in detail with you uh, on this episode. Uh, before we move on to the main topic, uh, for the benefit of our listeners who are not familiar with your work uh, or your company, Digital Olympus, can you share a few details about what you do and your journey so far? Sure. Uh, so I have, let's say, like under one umbrella, Digital Olympus, we have two businesses. So one is link building agency. And the second one is our conference, Digital Marketing Conference. It started as online event, but one year, well, more than actually more than one year ago, we decided to move fully offline. And um, personally, I love it more in that way because Online, for sure, it's um, like, you know, anyone could uh, access your live stream or whatever it is, but it's it's less engaging. And nowadays, uh, digital marketing landscape is overclouded with all kinds of webinars, and it's super hard to gain a sufficient number of listeners. So, and when it comes to offline events, for sure, it's much easier. Uh, on top of this, we still keep our live stream, so anyone could join us for free. I mean, like, if you can't come to Digital Olympus, you could watch it. So right. th- that's more or less about what, what I do. Okay. You also write uh, for other publications. I've read your articles on Moz, um, you know, Ahrefs, uh, SEJ. And just to put it out there, uh, I'm a big fan of your content. Your articles are always the most in-depth. I appreciate in-depth and, this uh, hugely. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I learn something new every time I read one of your posts. So I was just preparing for this episode, and I was reading some of your posts. And uh, uh, even the topic which I'm I'm really familiar with, I get to learn something new by reading, uh, uh, you know, your article. So there's always something uh, uh, actionable uh, to be seen in your article. So great job there. Now let's talk about link building, and I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on this uh, uh, because of your expertise and experience. in an age where google releases hundreds of algorithm updates in a year how important and relevant is link building do you think it's still as strong a ranking factor as it once was well i am biased <laughs> uh, if i say yeah it's the most important ranking factor as a person who is uh, doing link building on a daily basis um, that will be very biased but um <laughs> Let's face it uh, that if uh, you want to rank well in a competitive niche then I don't really see an opportunity of ranking without links. On top of this, I think nowadays high quality links from authority websites that are relevant to your to your website as well as a more generic like media outlets that are linking back to your website they're all helping you to become a real brand for Google. What I mean uh, by saying real brand that you are a trustworthy source that deserves to be to be visible uh, in Google SERPs because the issue that there are tons of websites and Google needs something to kind of understand whether this business is ethical, whether they are doing well. and whether they're just you know providing really the best services or products to their clients mm-hmm. and links right. they're kind of recommendations so when i recommend something to you and i have an authority well yeah. i mean like if i go on my facebook and recommend something to my digital marketing friends for sure that will play i mean like might be not a huge role but that might just you know something that they could consider further right that the, the same with links so google sees that uh, some authority relevant websites are linking to your website so this means that you are a real brand you are a yeah. real business so it's yeah. nowadays it's very important to be a brand and links they are helping you to become a real brand right exactly like you said i mean it's uh, links are nothing but uh, recommendations right and when you the, the more recommendations you have the more trustworthy your website is and that's when right. people will see you as an authority so great so before uh, you know when uh, i decided to have you on the show we were talking about uh, different link building techniques and i wanted to know from you which is the best link building uh, technique and we zeroed in on relationship based uh, link building so just like to understand from you how does relationship based link building work so basically for sure there are tons of ways of building links and so there might be some ethical ways as well like um, including i don't know building pbns or even like buying links but we are not going to talk about those ones for sure and so while we are talking about building like you know link through relationships i think that the best way of of doing that just because you are not only building links you are building meaningful relationship that might bring you leads partners more partners people that might in some way help you grow 
So you are just, you know, you are combining everything in that type of, uh, let's say, collaboration. When you are doing just a traditional email outreach where you're just asking for a link, you, you mm. are just, you know, well, I don't like this strategy just because you are begging for a link and pretending that um, you've just created a new monolithic, which is not like that, because in the majority of cases, like, you know, what I see at least in email outreach uh, picture that I received that people are trying to get, like, you know, asking to link to something very, very mediocre, being honest. Right. Not really something truly uh, outstanding or in-depth. When, when you are not doing it in that way, you are just um, looking at this from different angle, from different perspective, and your focus is not links, your focus is the relationships. And okay. uh, for sure, you also like, you know, you also need links. And in that way, you need to find people that are also actually building links. So the, the easiest way of doing that is just um, building a list of um, high competitive terms within your niche that have a decent search volume and just scraping SERPs. And then once you scrape SERPs, you could go to Ahrefs and analyze those URLs. So you need to find among those URLs, those that have a decent uh, number of referring domains, but not a really high domain rating. You could do this mm -hmm. with, the help, uh, with the help of Ahrefs batch analysis tool. So right. well, obviously, those that the such uh, sites ha that don't have a very high domain rating, enough links back to a particular page, they're actively building links. Well, for sure, you need to double check this and go and check their uh, general trend of uh, referring domains, um, which can be found on the Ahrefs overview dashboard. Mm -hmm. But most likely, those websites are actively building links. And what do you need to do? You need to connect with them and say something like, hey, we are also actively building links and we'd love to expand our network and help each other in some way. And this really works uh, quite well. The only thing that you need to remember that you shouldn't do a direct link exchange, which is not the right way of building links. And it's, it's actually it's prohibited by Google and you might be penalized. Called reciprocal link building, right? Where you, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've heard a lot about, you know, this technique being penalized. So I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Great that you brought it up. Please continue. Yeah, so uh, you shouldn't do reciprocal uh, link exchange. What you need to do is to find um, some ways to build links back to those partners on some external websites not related to your website. Well, the, the easiest way will be guest blogging. Mm -hmm. That's where you need to just, you know, to start guest blogging. But right. while... If we are talking about uh, traditional guest blogging, that's uh, the main reason why you do guest posts is to build links. Mm -hmm. It's it's like you know it's uh, why if you want to do it really uh, really good, then it becomes too expensive because you are getting one link from one guest post, and it's hardly scalable. Being honest, but. Uh, if we are talking about cheap guest blogging, when you are just, you know, hire a copywriter for, uh, I don't know, 30 bucks and you are producing something and um, just getting links and your brand is associated with some very shitty content, being honest, that's wrong as well because it might be backfire and it definitely backfire you. 
Right. Why relationship-based link building is really good? Because it lets you create high-quality guest posts because in those mm. guest posts, you are not only getting links back to your website, but to your partners as well. Right. And, well, for sure, you don't need to do a lot of guest posts. Basically, you could allocate up to even like 10 links if it's quite a long-form content right. back to your partners. And this means that you need only a few guest posts per month to build up to, well, at least 50 links, which is quite a lot, actually. Yeah. 50 yeah. links is a fairly good number of links. Right. Yeah, for right. sure, you could scale it. What we do, mm -hmm. we also uh, just, you know, uh, reach out to, like, you know, we don't uh, build links through guest blogging to our clients, only to partners. So this allows us, for instance, to reach out to some freelancers and uh, contributors that are not associated with any particular brand and hire them to write guest posts or even like you know to to just you know to use their name to publish mm -hmm. content that we produce or that they produce and allocate their links back to our partners which is ethical right <laughs> well i mean like it's it, it, it just you know might be a little bit shady but on a mm -hmm. general note, we are not purchasing links, so we are not doing anything that might, I don't know, harm anyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what I wanted to understand from you was uh, mm -hmm. you already mentioned how, uh, you know, you can find link building targets from, you know, your competitors. But how do you find the most responsive link building targets when you're practicing this sort of uh, link building? One of my favorite strategies is to join some closed communities that are related mm -hmm. to our client's niche or to our own niche. For instance, okay. if you're looking, if you're interested in building links back to digital marketing or let's say B2B websites, then the best way uh, will be to join a group which is on Facebook, which is called B2B Bloggers boost group as i remember uh this so, is on facebook uh, yeah it's on facebook um, okay and so those people that are joining this group they're actively building links and actually mm. i don't really do what they do because they openly say like you know what i'm writing a guest post anyone uh, who keen to join it just let me know and i'll i'll, I'll give a link which is mm -hmm. Uh, well, for sure, you could do the in that way, but what we are trying to do, we are trying to validate partners before um, giving them a link, and we are more focused on a long-term partnership, and we don't want to waste our time to to build only one link, which is mm -hmm. not our goal. So our best right. partners are those that are writing across uh, various websites as well, and. Mm -hmm. We have a good number of those partners that are also um, writing uh, guest posts. And in that way, we could really expand our circles and acquire links on sites where we are not, I don't know, like we don't have any relationships with. 
so well and uh, talking about people that are writing across various websites. There is a way to connect with them because if you use a tool um, uh, that is called Basuma, um, mm -hmm. what it allows you to do is to find those uh, authors that are writing across various websites and most probably that will be the best people to connect with and to further collaborate with. So uh, what you do, you just, um, with the help of Basuma, uh, allows you to export all posts that were published on a particular website in, mm -hmm. in, in literally any time frame. And also right. it shows another of each post. So mm -hmm. what you could do, you need to create a list of uh, blogs that accept guest posts. Then go to Basuma, select... Um, a decent time frame, at least 12 months, export mm -hmm. everything. If you, if you could use API, then you could use just, you know, you could export it uh, through API, not through interface, which will be even mm, easier and faster. Mm -hmm. But even like doing it through interface, it's quite easy. And so you have like, let's say 20 blocks. Mm -hmm. And what do you do? Then you export all the, all the publications. Uh, from those blogs for the last, right. let's say, 12 months. And then you just simply um, build a private table uh, and filter out those authors that are writing regularly across various um, mm -hmm. uh, blogs. That's very much it. For sure, you need right. to check them. Well, most probably those that are not associated with any brand like independent freelancers mm -hmm. will be will be uh, much more responsive. But those that are working for brands as well, just it's harder to connect with them might be because right, they, right. they are already doing a lot of guest blogging and you need to have also, you need to showcase them something as well right. to be considered as a good partner. Right. And uh, yeah, it's such an important point that you brought up. And Buzzsumo is uh, an incredibly useful tool. Uh, though it's a little expensive, uh, the free version just allows you to uh, see what kind of content is trending. But I guess it's $99 per month, if I'm not mistaken, for basic access yeah. of Buzzsumo, yeah, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. It's quite expensive. Yeah. But you could, like, you know, if you need to do it, uh, like, you know, what I was... Uh, sharing then you could set up a trial for one week and yeah, yeah. it doesn't cost a thing because you only exactly, need it yeah. once from everything that i've just uh, heard you say i think about the most important thing before you even start uh, building contacts or your link building targets is to have a blog where you have great content if you don't have good content that you can share with these targets these link building targets then it's not going to yield any results because like you said, it's so important to have uh, uh, content that is link worthy or content that is share worthy. I think that's the most basic criteria uh, before we even start practicing, uh, you know, relationship based link building. So that's that's what I've been uh, getting from this. So uh, I just wanted to know how scalable this whole technique is. You already mentioned, you know, building 50 links, 50 high quality links a month. Is it possible to build, say, 100 high quality links per month without breaking the bank uh, with this technique? Definitely. We built up to 100 links, I think nearly 200 links per month. And mm -hmm. um, we do maybe 
from 10 to 15 guest posts depends okay. on a month also we are working across various niches so currently we have clients from uh, education niche as well as uh, from software development we don't really mm -hmm. work with clients that are coming from uh, the b2c niche the reason behind it that uh, a lot of blogs from those niches that um, they're asking to pay and we don't really pay for links we build them naturally and that's our biggest competitive advantage we've never paid for a single link and mm -hmm. i don't want to do that and that the reason why we have a lot of well-known brands among our clients so yeah i think b2c is quite tricky just because in the majority of cases you just simply need to pay great so b2c yeah and um yeah, it's interesting that uh, they charge for the links. And what I've seen is the sponsored links on most of these publications. If you want a sponsored link on Entrepreneur, the link that you're going to get is going to be nofollow anyway. So the nofollow links are not as valuable as do follow links. So even when you pay so much, say, uh, uh, for an article in Entrepreneur or Inc. magazine, maybe it's good from a PR perspective, but you're not really getting a link that is valuable. So correct me if I'm wrong here. Yeah. Well, I think people that are just, you know, buying sponsored posts on well-known sites, they're not really building links. They're looking to, to show to their clients, for instance, that they, they've been featured on those websites. It's more like mm -hmm. a social proof rather social than proof, thumb. Yeah. yeah, it's like what, what you put on your main, uh, main page when you're saying like, look, we've been featured, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So it's more about um, this type, uh, let's say, like of links. Well, yeah. if we are talking about links, for sure, the best ones are coming from pages that are um, already ranking well in Google. So they, mm -hmm. they are just, you know, they're already getting a solid visibility, attracting a solid number of visitors. And they already have a decent number of links referring back to them. In that way, mm -hmm. you are getting a part of link juice, not only from yeah. their domain rating, I mean, like from the main website, but also from the URL. But people mm -hmm. that understand link building, mm -hmm. they, they try to avoid at all costs uh, linking back to something. Especially if we are talking about even like indirect competitors, because when you are doing relationship-based link building, you are partnering up with your indirect competitors. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. in some way, your interests might overlap, mm -hmm. and uh, right. like you know, you you might negotiate something. It depends on how well. You, you know psychology of people and how how, how good you are in terms of negotiations mm, mm. but that, that's definitely challengeable yeah i feel uh, you know link building itself is such a challenging aspect of uh, seo and that's why many people try to downplay its importance and uh, though it's very challenging i find it very very interesting i think it's the most interesting aspect of uh, seo so uh, you've already mentioned Ahrefs, you've mentioned Buzzsumo. Are there any other SEO tools which you prefer over others? Yes, I use also SEMrush. Mm. 
I like, I prefer, like, you know, HFs is great for link building. We use a lot of wrappers when it comes to analyzing backlink profiles and mm. so on. But when it comes to organic traffic, I prefer personally SEMrush. I think it's more accurate, yeah, in terms of data. And uh, it shows ju just data is, yeah. is, is much more accurate. That, that's very much it. Nothing about interface. Um, it's just pretty the same. I don't have anything about um, this part of, like, you know, HS or SEMrush, they're pretty the same. But mm. when it comes to organic traffic and how awkward is the data, then um, personally, I would prefer um, SEMrush. Plus, SEMrush has traffic analytics. If you have an enterprise account inside SEMrush, the reason why you could also might want to use SEMrush is because of their traffic analytics data, which is similar to similar web. Yeah, I've been using traffic analytics. I even published an in-depth guide on traffic mm -hmm. analytics. It's an add-on which costs uh, $200 per month, uh, which is a separate, uh, it's like a separate tool altogether. But it's uh, it's a tool which can give you very accurate information on any domain, the traffic analytics or the traffic uh, data on any domain. So it's incredibly useful there uh, in that respect. So is there a resource that my listeners can refer to? Uh, you've published so many articles. Do you have an article on uh, uh, relationship-based link building or email outreach that uh, my listeners can refer to? I'll include that in the description if you have a resource like that. Yeah, I have. I have, I think, a few posts uh, on the search blog in my column. Uh, okay. I contribute there regularly. Plus, I recently delivered a very good post about Yes, blogging on steroids, where I'm sharing how exactly you could uh, implement our strategy. I mean, in terms of inserting links back to your partners in your guest mm. posts and everything related to that. Plus, um, I have uh, on our own website email outreach guide, uh, where I'm also yeah, sharing some. Okay. Yeah, yeah, on Digital Olympus, where I'm sharing um, a bit more like you know what uh, a brand could do when it comes to lean building so starting from uh, checking your own circles when you're when you're checking your partners clients leads and for sure they are much more responsive right cool so uh, if you can just share those links with me i'll include Thank them in the you. description and uh, my listeners can uh, check out these links and learn more about uh, link building. One final question I have, and this is uh, a question I typically ask every guest that, um, you know, who comes on my show. Uh, what are the three business books that greatly influenced you or what are the three books you would recommend to entrepreneurs and business owners who are looking for inspiration? So, well, I think I don't have three ones. But I have Any, two. Uh, yeah, you can just mention one or two. That's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so the first one is uh, getting to yes. So if you want a really mm. kind of really good negotiator and you're really into link building, then that's your uh, that's your bible, I think. Getting because, to yes. Yeah, yeah getting to yes because uh, well the reason why the majority of email outreach pitches uh, are simply ignored just because you are starting a conversation from the wrong angle. You are talking about your needs while you need to talk about your own, I mean like 
needs of a person to whom you are sending your email. So first of all, you need to satisfy the needs and you need to understand what kind of, like, you know, you need to just, you know, explain what kind of benefits giving you a link will bring to this person and then only ask for something. Because, like, you know, well, if we compare um, traditional email outreach to, to our real life, like, if you go to a random stranger on the street and ask to give you a few bucks, mm. who will be eager to do that? <laughs> yeah. Or asking right. for a favor, I don't know. No one will be eager just, you know, to do something for you for free of charge. Right, just because right. it's time and... Well, why you should care about a random stranger? Yeah. So, um, and the second one is more about if you really want to go um, into public speaking, then it's uh, speak like Ted. Talk like Ted, right? Yeah, uh, speak like that's Ted. The book. That's a very good book. Uh, yeah, and covering how um, Ted speakers, they're preparing their speeches, what's really important. And so everything related to that. So if you're really into building a personal brand, then I think it's a very good book, at least to review. Yeah. So uh, I think getting to yes is by, uh, if I'm not mistaken, let me just check. Yeah. Getting to yes by Roger Fisher. And then you yeah. have Talk yeah, Like Ted right. by Carmel Gallo. Yeah. Uh, yeah both yeah. of them are really good books. Uh, if you like get, getting to yes, I would also recommend a book called Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. Have you read this book? Uh, no, I'll do this. Thanks for. Yeah, me. it's again a very good negotiation book. This guy is an ex FBI operator and he has some really good negotiation techniques explored in his book as well. So Never Split the Difference is also quite good. So uh, any closing remark you have uh, for our listeners, uh, Alexandra, anyone who would like to learn more about you or uh, your published work, uh, do you have a few recommendations? I mean, like if you really um, want to engage with me in some way or just you're, you're looking for link building partners or just a person to chat about digital marketing. So please feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn or even on Twitter. Awesome. Thank you so much for uh, being here today. It was uh, lovely interacting with you and uh, I got to learn so much and uh, I'm looking forward to the links that you'll be sharing and, uh, you know, hopefully we can have you uh, sometime in the future as well on Marketing Mantra. Thank you so much uh, for spending time with us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Marketing Mantra with Sandeep Malia is a podcast by 99signals, a place to find top-notch content on a wide range of online marketing topics. To get started, visit 99signals.com best to check out all the top-rated articles on the blog or simply view the description of each episode to download free online marketing resources to level up your marketing skills. You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, and you might find your review featured on a future episode. Got a question or topic suggestion for Sandeep? Simply send a voice message via Anchor app or send an email to podcasts at 99signals.com. It too could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Marketing Mantra on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or any major podcast player.